Hello, and thank you for listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. I am Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Hi, Joshua here, producer for Living Wealthy Radio. Today's interview is rather brief, but it touches on some very powerful concepts. Most Americans go through life uh, working 40 to 80 hours a week, grinding away, never managing really to put anything aside for the future. They live paycheck to paycheck, and they really don't set anything aside for emergencies, major life expenses, or you know, just spending time with their family. But as this conversation brings out, all it takes is a little self-education, a few unconventional principles, and maybe a paradigm shift. And you can change all this. You can live off passive income and have the time left over to live the life you want to live. Our guest today did just that. He was tired of climbing the corporate ladder, working harder and harder for each raise, and he decided to invest in his mind. He began studying money and learning how to correct his thinking on finances. You know, we really go through life with the wrong way of looking at money, and we're not taught the proper way. So he began studying uh, finances, the way, uh, ways to make and save money, and, and the results that came out of this search and journey or quest were staggering. I wish we had dived deeper into this fascinating story, but there just wasn't enough time. And I know you're going to be inspired to hear him briefly tell his fascinating journey, uh, along with the principles that he picked up along the way. And I hope it makes you stop and think, and maybe start questioning some things. Today's enriching fact of the day is that you are the sum total of your thoughts. Your subconscious mind controls your outlook, your attitude, your experiences, and virtually everything about your life. Free will is nearly an illusion if you consider that 96 to 98% of our decisions are made for us by our subconscious. Think about it. What's your favorite food? Can you decide right now on the spot to like another food better? What's your favorite movie? Can you just decide to change it right now? Of course not. Those decisions, like most, were made for you, based on subconscious influences that we barely understand, almost never notice, and completely underestimate. If you're familiar with the placebo and nocebo effects, you know that people given sugar pills thinking it was medicine commonly report improvement. Similarly, others who think they have an illness begin experiencing symptoms of that illness, even though medical tests reveal they don't actually have it. An elite skier was once hooked up to monitors and asked to think about skiing without moving any muscles. But the neural connections to the muscles he used for skiing began firing off the moment he began thinking about skiing. See, your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between the real and the unreal, the untrue and the true. And here is where the power is, for good or bad. Your thoughts determine your life. If you fill your subconscious with negativity, fears, anxieties, gossip, you will be a negative person. If you fill your mind with positive thoughts, self-esteem, optimism, kindness, you will be a positive person. Remember, your decisions and outlook are already determined for you, not by you. Your subconscious drives who you are. 
but you play a big role in what to feed your subconscious mind. You can change your thoughts. It's no coincidence that people who watch a lot of advertisements on TV tend to buy the products advertised in those ads. We like to think that those people were logically and rationally persuaded by those ads of the benefits of those products, right? But that's not really the case. The truth known by advertising executives is that visual advertisements powerfully impact the subconscious. They predispose people to desire those products or think favorably of them. And the thoughts you allow to feed your mind affect your choices and your overall life experience. You're virtually powerless to act contrary to your programming. Here's a question for you. Why is it the same experience can affect two people so differently? For example, skydiving. For one person, the experience triggers endorphins and good feelings into their system. It's a rush. But for the other, it triggers cortisol and stress, anxiety. Why? What's the difference? Well, the difference is the psychological frame of reference that makes up one person versus the other. One person's subconscious predisposes them to embrace and enjoy the skydive, while the other is predisposed to fear, terror. They are each the sum of their thoughts. Today's enriching fact reveals the startling truth that we stress over life or embrace it based on the subconscious thoughts we allow into our head. Our reactions and decisions are the inevitable result of our programming. We are what we think, and we cannot be anything else. But we can screen out negative voices and images, and we can embrace the good. We can change the channel. You're listening to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. If you have children, I'm sure you've already thought about how expensive college is going to be, and navigating the financial aid process is a nightmare all in itself, right? Do you have everything lined up yet? Or are you kind of biting your nails, just hoping it all works out? Well, don't worry. There's a much better way to line up college funding and get the paperwork sorted out and grow a lasting investment beyond school years. Go College Planning by Living Wealthy Financial is an amazing outside-the-box service that gives you full control of the process and incredible access to a growing investment you can use for college, trade school, or even to pursue an entrepreneurial vision. You'll receive strategic information to position your child for the school of their choice and help with applications and FAFSA forms, and also achieve an ongoing source of funding that grows even as you pull from it to pay for college. This funding is sheltered from financial aid formulas, so it will never count against you. And it will help reduce your family's out-of-pocket cost so that you can maximize your potential financial aid award. Plus, it's not linked to the markets. And there are no penalties for not using the funds for school. In fact, it makes a great backup retirement plan. Go College Planning can be reached at 1-800-382-0830. If you're ready to secure your child's future and build a lasting investment for the future with complete access whenever you need it, call. 1-800-382-0830. Put this amazing solution to work for you. Joining us today is Larry Smith, an American business success story. He is a very successful entrepreneur, businessman, and financial coach, and the author of Dare to Get Rich, Shorten Your Learning Curve. 
He's going to discuss with us his incredible story and some of the financial lessons he has learned along the way. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio, Larry. Well, thank you, Teresa. It's my honor to be here, and I'm looking forward to our call. It is an honor to have you back as a guest, and we want to know now how and why did you come to write a book on finance? What is your story in a nutshell? Well, you know, Teresa, in 1996, at the age of 44, um, the company I worked for actually closed down. I spent 20 years in corporate jobs, and and I really didn't learn anything about money. I learned good work discipline, good work ethic, but I never knew how money worked. So every time I got a raise, I was just broke at a higher level. And then when the company closed down that I was working for at the age of 44, I started my own business. And I really didn't have that financial education, but I was fortunate that my business took off in a big way. And I realized that as I continued to make more money and I continued to spend more money, that I knew nothing about how money worked. And and long story short, in 1997, I attended a weekend seminar in Denver, Colorado with Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that weekend really confirmed that I knew nothing about how money works. So I knew I had to do something different. And after reading one of his books that really attracted me to learn more about financial education, um, I started spending two or three hours every morning um, just learning about money, just studying money. And of course, during that time period, I met you. And you've been a great help to me as well. So it's been fun having you as a mentor. And I've been surrounded by people who have done extremely well. And and so many people asked me to write a book. I decided to write it. So that's how I got there. Well, you are a great student and a great teacher. And I always love it when the student becomes the teacher and the teacher becomes the student. And that's how I see our relationship. I think we're constantly um, teaching and learning from each other. And um, that's I, I value our relationship for many reasons, but that certainly is one of them. So, you know, at 44, you found yourself in a place where you realized what wasn't working, what you were doing wasn't working, and it was time to learn some new tricks. It was time to learn something new. What were your financial struggles like? Well, I, you know, I, I think, uh, real honestly, Teresa, I think so many people can relate to them because it, it wasn't like I was stupid. It's just that if you don't know, you just get in this rut of continuing to do those same things over and over. You know, I, I, I live check to check uh, like most people do. Um, I had credit card debt like most people have. And, it, you know, and, and it's kind of like my mind was always like just trying to keep up with paying the bills. Right. And just, you know, I, I wasn't ever really like in serious, serious trouble, except when I filed bankruptcy in 1989, a long time ago. But from that point, you know, I was just always kind of living on the edge. And I think most people have done that same thing. And that's why I think so many people can relate to my book. Um, because it is about my life and the struggles I went through and the, the lack of knowledge I had until I made the decision that I had to gain knowledge. So I think I, my, my struggles were the same as most people's struggles are today in that they just don't know what they don't know. And they're afraid to do anything because of fear. Right. And fear simply means you don't have enough education on a subject. If you're fearful about something, go study that subject and you'll remove a lot of the fear because you have more education. So is that when you decided to go into business for yourself at that same well, time? I didn't really, uh, yeah, I really didn't have a lot of choice 
uh, Teresa, because I was 44 when the company closed down and I, and I was a corporate president for the U.S. division of an international company. And they owed me $40,000 and they closed down. And of course, I never saw it. And about three weeks later, an incident happened where I just the light kind of went on about why not start my own business and bring the same work ethic and the same work discipline. And that's what I did. And, you know, it literally my ninth month in the company, I was making more from my own business after nine months than what I made as a corporate president after spending 20 years in corporate jobs. So I knew I was on the right path then. And what a blessing that was, right? Because you've certainly, um, you know, the position that you're in today from an income perspective, a net worth perspective would probably not have happened if you were still on the same path that you were on. Well, you're exactly right, Teresa. And, you know, there's, you know, the old expression, uh, the definition of insanity, right? Continue to do the same things you've always done, expecting the results to change. And the one thing I knew was I relocated 11 times in the last 15 years of my corporate career. And I knew, you know, that I started with the Pillsbury company in 1975. I had a company car expense account, a salary, a bonus program, health insurance, 401k matching, you know, all the things that people would dream about having is what I had. But what I realized is after 25 years, the only thing I ended up with when the company closed down that I was working with, uh, the only thing I ended up with was 20 years of experience and no cash flow. And I knew that I was not going to go back and do that game all over again to go find another job and do that same program once more one more time so i had to do something different i didn't know what it was but again three weeks after the company closed down the light went on and it led me to starting my own business and you started your own business your income went up drastically um well, it matched what you were making before, and then it went up from there. And so what did you decide to do different from a financial perspective, like be very specific in details versus what you were doing before? Good question. So the, the one thing I never had done was paid myself first. I think, again, like most people, you know, you pay your bills first, then you have some money to spend on entertaining and stuff or going out to eat or whatever. And you say to yourself, then whatever's left, I'll save it. And of course, there's never anything left, so you never save anything. And the one thing that happened was my second year in my business, um, I made over twice what I was making as a corporate president. And I'm not talking about revenue, I'm talking about personal income from my business. And I realized that I was still spending money. And I thought, Mm. this is stupid. I have got to figure out what to do with this. And the minute I learned um, what I learned from the seminar in Denver and then started that personal studying campaign, I realized that I had to pay myself first and set up that investment account because passive income is everything, right? When your passive income overcomes your cost of living, you don't have to work anymore. And my goal was to have time and money because in corporate, I had money, but no time. And then when I was unemployed, I had time and no money. And neither one of them are really any good. We're looking for the balance of time and money And that's freedom. And so I realized that I had to learn. And once I learned and started paying myself first, then I was able to build that investment account where I could invest in other things that would also spin off passive income and got to the point to where today, I mean, we literally live off 19% of our passive income from one business, not counting any of our investments. So, you know, our life today is way different. 
It doesn't make us any better than anybody else. It just means that we've made a decision to gain the financial education necessary to change the quality of life we had. And I want to make sure our listeners heard that you live on 19% of your income. Well, 19% of my passive income from one business of your, okay. So 19% of your passive income from one business. So we're going to just put some, some numbers, not your numbers, but just in general, right. To keep, to keep, so people can understand exactly what we're saying. So if your income was, um, let's do something realistic. Let's say let's do a hundred, let's do a hundred thousand dollars a year. It's 19,000, right? Yep. So if you made a hundred thousand dollars a year, we're talking about living on 19,000 of it. Which, now, obviously we make a lot more than that, but you know, it's the same concept. Exactly. And so you're thinking, I know listeners are saying, I, I can't live on 19% of my income. That didn't happen overnight. No, not at all. That and, and listen, there's, there's never, a, I'm sorry for interrupting Teresa. There's never really, you know, I don't, I, I say there's never a debt problem. There's only an income problem. Right. And so I, I, I hear people all the time talk about how they struggle financially Yet there's 168 hours in every week. And how are people people spending their time? And if you really look at, you know, 40 hours at work, and even if you slept eight hours a day, it's 56 hours um, of sleep, you still have 72 hours left. That's 10 hours a day. And I understand we go to the grocery store and go to our kids' baseball games and stuff, but you're not doing that 10 hours a day. And so people have free time, but I think just like I did for so long, you sit in front of the TV, you go to Monday night bowling league, which is fun. You do all the things that are fun, but you're never working on how do I find, how do I take what I'm passionate about and turning that into a monetization to where I can earn income from something I love doing and just starting it on a part-time basis like what I did. And once that part-time income passes a full-time job income, then you have some options about whether you want to continue to do both. And what, or whether you're not, you know, some people, because I'm self-employed, they say, how do you go to work every day, not knowing how much money you're going to make? And my question today is, how do you go to work every day, knowing how much money you're going to make? Mm. But in order to have financial success, Teresa, I think most people like me and so many others is you have to have that job income to pay your bills with. But then you create your fortune income part time and you start really learning what to do with your money and treating that money different in what you do your job income, because most people have their job giving income tied up paying bills. Yes, it's and I love your your sayings and your expressions. I've told you that since day one that we met. And I'd, I'd love to just, you know, have a whole list of them <laughs> to just refer to on a regular basis. <laughs> read, read the book, read the book, Teresa. <laughs> I know the book, it's, it's in there, but I want it like condensed, right? All your Larry isms, right. right? Just to condense and I can refer to it, like just just glance at it. But um, there's a saying and I know I'm not going to say it right, you know, live today or work today like no one else. So you can live a life like no one else in the future. And yep. that's what you did. Yep. yep. Exactly. You, you know, you worked listen, like no you, one else to create a life like no one else. And today you're living on 19% of your income. And I don't know how many hours of work you week, you, uh, uh, how many hours a week you work, <laughs> but you guys are traveling all the time. You're, you're spending a lot of time with your family. Like you live a lifestyle like very few people do. Well, thank you, Teresa. It's 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 been fun. You know, I listen, uh, we we, uh, you know, in corporate America, 
as I got a bigger title and more money, I actually had to work harder. So what my experience was, and I'm not saying this is for everybody, but this is my experience. When I started at 40 hours a week, after 20 years, I was working 80 hours a week. And when I started my own business, I started 10 hours a week part-time. And fortunately, within 90 days, I was able to go full-time because I was making enough cash flow. But then I spent the next five to six years putting in 50, 60-hour work weeks, building my own business to get that book of business in place where I knew I could have a nice passive residual income. And then I went back to the normal 40-hour work week for a few more years. And today, I probably honestly work about 10 hours a week like I did when I was part-time because the company runs itself and my income comes in whether I work or not because of its, the fact it's passive. Beautiful. So going back to you live on 19% of your passive income, what most people do and the number one way they get into trouble is they have their expenses and hopefully their income is at least as much as their expenses, but that's not always the case, right? And then as they get raises or they have additional income coming in, they raise their expenses. Yes, no way to that's get ahead. What that's what I mean about broke at a higher level. And I, I'm not trying to promote my book, but in the book, I actually give a chart of how we should pay ourselves and some guidelines on, you know, what you should pay yourself and what you should be living on and things like that. And I think once people, I, I found that the biggest um, eye opener for most people when I sit down and show them, I say, let me show you how you should set your cash flow up. And when I showed them that, they, they just go, wow, this is amazing. I wish I'd have known this ages ago. And like I said, it's not that people aren't smart. It's just that nobody ever taught us. Listen, quick story. When I was a junior in high school, I took algebra one. And for whatever reason, I could not put letters and numbers together. I just didn't know how to make that work. I felt like an idiot. And my classmates made me feel worse because they laughed at me and ridiculed me in the classroom. The teacher was frustrated and I failed algebra one. So I took it a second semester and I failed it again. And I went to summer school and I know I failed it, but they gave me a D in order to let me pass but I still didn't know anything about letters and numbers. And to this day, that was 1967 or 68, Teresa, when I went through that humiliating experience, I actually quit high school because of how insulted and embarrassed I was by not being able to get this. I quit high school and, um, and, and realized that since that time, 1967 or 68, I have never once in my life had to use letters and numbers together and yet my self-esteem went into the tank over three semesters of embarrassment. And yet they never taught me how to balance a checkbook. I just don't think we're teaching the right thing in our schools today. We're not. And there's a reason for that. And we won't get, get into that in this conversation. <laughs> but um, exactly. they, they, you know, dumbing, the dumbing down of America. That's a, a great podcast mm-hmm. that I did years ago um, with an amazing woman who studied the issue. But we don't have financial education. And that's what you did. That's what you decided to do at 44. And you invested hours every single day. You did what most people are not willing to do. So you could have a life that most people do not have. And I know you're not here necessarily to promote your book. I'm here to promote your book. People need to read your book. You've got fantastic information. And if you think you've figured it all out when it comes to finances, 
you still can learn a lot from from Larry and your book. It is a fantastic book. Thank so, you. you know, the subtitle is Shorten Your Learning Curve. What are what are some of like three takeaways that we can give the audience? Three techniques that will help the reader shorten that curve. Well, I think number one is you have to pay yourself first. I mean, you just if you understand passive income versus earned income, you don't want to live check to check on earned income your whole life and then end up retiring on a fourth of it because you're just not going to make it right. And you can't depend on Social Security long term. You just don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, they tax 85 percent of my social security income. I just got the 1099 statement the other day that I'm sending my accountant and they tax 85% of the money I paid taxes on my whole life. So I'll never figure that one out. But, you know, so number one, you have to pay yourself first. And, and most people save that for last. And we've got to make that first. Number two, you have to understand cash flow and you have to understand that life is going to have issues that you're not prepared for. They're just called life events. And it could be the transmission going out in the car. It could be the air condition in your home. And people, you know, they, they don't have money put away in order to take care of those emergencies. So it goes on the credit card debt and they end up paying 20 plus percent interest on the credit card debt. So the first thing is you've got to pay yourself first. Second thing is understand how money works, understand how cash flow works. And so you can figure out where to put your money. And I'm not talking about investing because people call me all the time and say, where do you think I should invest? And I ask them, how much money can you afford to lose? And they go, what do you mean? I said, I look at it as investing as money you can afford to lose because you're not always going to win and you are going to lose when you invest. You're not going to win every time. So how much money do you have to afford to lose? And number and secondly, do you have a financial security blanket in place to make sure that you know at retirement how much money you have coming in? And you and if it's a 401k or an IRA, that is not a financial security blanket. I don't believe. I believe a financial security blanket is something where you are know exactly how much money you'll have in retirement so you know what your lifestyle looks like. So the second thing is get a financial security. I mean, third thing is get a financial security blanket in place so you can make sure you know how much income you have. So I think I think those are the biggest three takeaways is pay yourself for first, understand how cash flow works and make sure that you have a financial security blanket in place before you do anything else with regards to investing. The book is Dare to Get Rich, Shorten Your Learning Curve. Larry, your website is loveandmoneyhacks.com. And anything else we need to tell the listeners before we sign off today? You know, I think I think the most important thing to tell people is, is listen, some people that are listening to this call are very well off already, right? Uh, I've, got, I've got people that have $100 million net worth that are writing me, telling me how much they enjoyed my book. Um, so I, I know that no matter where you're at financially, it's a great read. I had people buy books and come back and buy 10 more for their kids and their friends because they wanted them to really get this same knowledge. Um, so I think, you know, you got people that are very well off financial, you got middle class, right. That's working and typically, you know, living check to check and credit card debt may have a 401k or something put away. Um, people from all walks of life can benefit from this book. And the main thing I know is I know anybody in life 
can change their financial picture. Yes, it takes commitment. Yes, it takes you know time, patience, and education, as well as commitment. But with those four things, times, patience, education, and commitment, I know that everybody in this country of ours can change the quality of life they have. And if you're the one looking for a better way of life, uh, read my book. I think it'll be a great help to you and just continue to study financial education. And if you weren't interested in doing that, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So Teresa, I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you today. Uh, Thanks again for your incredible friendship and your mentorship. And I wish everyone the very best of success. Beautifully said, Larry, and I honor and respect you so much. And I'm so grateful that I know not only met you um, in, in, you know, as a client with my business, but we became very, very dear friends. And um, I'm excited to see what's next and uh, how many people you're going to impact. And I am one of those people that have bought additional books to share with clients and with friends and um, with people that um, can benefit and don't assume just because you know somebody who's wealthy that they've got it all figured out. I, I know the numbers, right? I see all the numbers. I know how much suffering there is from a financial perspective. There is a lot of suffering out there. And, um, you know, not everything that sparkles is gold or diamonds, right? Um, there's a lot sure. of suffering. And your book, Larry, can absolutely help everybody. So good luck. We'll speak soon. Well, thank you, Teresa. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Download or subscribe to our podcast to hear a new show every week. I am Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com.